I think seeing this actress in Cursed really ruined her portrayal for me, and that's just unfortunate. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga bless. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of 13 Reasons Why, Season 1, Episode 8, Tape 4, Side B. This episode was written by Kirk Moore and directed by Greg. What does that say in my notes? Araki? I gave this episode a 5 out of 10. I really did not enjoy it. (laughs) I understand this show is tackling a very serious subject. However, it is still a work of fiction and it needs some drama, some pizzazz, some, some, some sugar, some spice, anything than what was this episode. (laughs) I am finding the buildup to be entirely too long. We know where they're going with this. They've been dropping the hints of where the inevitable conclusion is going to be. And they are recycling dialogue as if they really needed to get through 13 episodes and they only had six episodes worth of material and it is felt in the dialogue in the pacing and the flashbacks it's just groaning at this pace right now and I hope it picks up because this is eight episodes in it's not as if we are not getting close to the finish line we should have hit a punch right here and instead we uh we dribbled and and miss the shot so i'm going to break this down by characters i might start doing this in the future versus scene by scene just because once we do get into season two i will be doubling up episodes so this would be a good format for me to use to start keeping track once i have those two hour podcasts that we'll be doing or at least those two hours i'll be covering for a podcast So let's start with the main story of the tape, which is Hannah and Ryan Shaver. Finally a name to the guy of the newspaper that we had met previously. We saw Tony have a nice little chemistry with. Doesn't seem like that relationship's going to work. And now we kind of know why. That probably ended because he found out what happened on these tapes. She goes to sign up for a poetry recital type of thing. I am just bothered by the fact that everything that looks like a cute guy and smiles at Hannah is something for Hannah to pursue. And I understand the thrill of poetry. Me, myself, the first book I wrote was a poetry compilation. I grew up writing poetry, so I immediately wanted to root for, you know, her finding this outlet to possibly, because it really did help me with uh, growing up that I had this thing in which to pour all of my anxiety and feelings and morph it into characters and just have that way in which to express what you're feeling inside so it's not bottled up so i thought that was a good way to go for the character someone who is feeling very much trapped by her situation you know her home life is a little 
tense between her parents and you know she's maybe not getting the attention that she needs uh due to her depression but i also know it was meant to mimic the jensen's and their reactions to things and the dad really just makes me want to punch him in the fucking face every time i see him and i know that it's supposed to be that juxtaposition parents who are a little too you know not involved versus a mom who is overly involved in a a father who clearly is just like it's a teen boy we all go through these phase because he feels he's been there and he understands in in a different way but is he having that conversation with her about well i would think them being married he would have brought up his own childhood especially in these current conversations i just feel a disconnect between the parents and this whole poetry thing with hannah where you know she wrote a poem and it was stolen that she was inspired by and ryan published it in the paper humiliated her once again and i just i didn't feel anything i felt nothing in regards to this storyline because i thought it was just rather shoddily used so let's just move to clay and tony where they go back and forth once again about releasing the tapes just release them leave me alone just get in the car and i won't release the tapes but i want you to release the tapes because i've told everybody but just get in the car and i won't release the tapes okay i'm gonna go climb in the car because there's my mom right there and then they go to climb a fucking mountain you just want attention i felt this whole entire breakdown atop the mountain was rather just it feel it fell out of proportion to the story in which is currently being told and i know people are going to have differing opinions on how they they vary or how they judge the amount of behavior that they feel people are responsible for but other with the exception of as i stated earlier bryce and marcus who physically assaulted her and you know even with the everything else is juvenile and as much as she's putting a lot of fault and blame on them and the way they are some of them and we'll get to the hannah tape club are taking that upon themselves to put that much blame on them i i feel is i don't know a little disproportionate and like i said i think it's because they're waiting for the bombs to drop in these last few episodes that's going to escalate why she would do something like take her life um i like i said i know we're all thinking the same thing this is gonna lead to rape because it's it's been building up first it's the the ass grab then it's the the guy putting his hand up her damn skirt i I mean it's getting more and more intense that she continues to not say anything also about this behavior and i think that needs to be highlighted as well you know her holding in what happened to her does no favor for her and it also enables the men around her to continue doing so and do it to other people and then that's just something that you know as a woman and you think about should i speak up or not something that does have to go through your mind uh, because another person can be a victim by you staying quiet and 
I myself have been a victim, so I'm not talking out of a a place of ignorance. I'm talking of a place of no, you need to speak up. And the more you don't, the more that puts on you. And after you do, the more you will start to heal. And that is really sad when we go into the Hannah Club. But back to Clay and Tony after their their drive and you know call your mom and it does does Clay not know Tony is gay? Is that just something he? Because I was not getting the banter when they came down from the mountain. He's like, I've been spending all my time with another guy, you. And he was like, Well, you, you don't mean in a romantic way, right? And I wasn't sure if he was making a joke or if he really just did not know. What else with Clay? And we might as well finish up with Clay and then the Mrs. Jenkins storyline. Because she goes to the school to question Mr. Porter about Hannah and what their conversations were like. And he says that she had very unrealistic goals of college and stuff. And then turns the conversation to her son. Like, do you know where your child is? Why you're questioning me? Because he walked out of school this morning after we had some terse words, even though he didn't mention the terse words and says he has not returned, setting her off to look for him because she thinks he may have done something like killed himself or been hurt. And then the dad just like, he just skipped school. And then they was like, every time Clay walks in the door and it's like, well, you could just ground me for a month ground you for a month i'm about to whip somebody's ass oh i'm about to whip somebody's ass i really do not understand these parents whatsoever (laughs) you do not skip and as a child who skipped school okay i'm not saying hey if i saw knew my child skip school i'd be like oh i don't understand why you would do such a thing no but at the same time there will be consequences to your actions and then they're like oh we just we're just happy you're alive we're not going to ground you at all because all of this terrible behavior you've been doing is so okay i would say no dear you're forcefully going to counseling fuck punishment if you don't feel this is need to be punishing behavior it needs to be a behavior that is addressed and that is where me and these parents are not connecting whatsoever so what else um do we have to cover there nothing much so let's just go to the hannah baker tape club they all meet in the gym they're freaking out because they're like what the fuck is clay doing Alex apparently gets stomach pains that Jessica knows about and she's like come sit down and Justin all these J names are driving me nuts Justin is very jealous about the fact that she is attentive to Alex um Alex is like everybody just chill give him some time he loved Hannah and that if he's after revenge it's fine because we deserved it and he says that um hannah didn't lie about me on those tapes zach even drops in like uh maybe we had done one thing differently (laughs) maybe things would have changed and then he uh not he marcus comes in to say oh i hate marcus comes in to say that tony says he'll fix it and Justin's like, fuck Tony, he's a prick, a dick, and a cock. 
I swear to God, I swear to God, you stupid bitch. I really want to know more about these other characters, and I'm frustrated that I don't. I want to get past these Hannah tapes and I kind of just want to get into what is going on with these other people because they have this almost because now they're tied by these tapes they're all from different parts of the school you got the good girl the jock the pretty girl the whatever all of them didn't meet there because Sherry wasn't there clearly um who else was on the tapes that wasn't there uh crazy boy y'all know who I'm talking about takes the pictures but they're all trying to figure out what to do about clay and then justin's like we should just ice him and make it look like a suicide like it's the fucking mafia jesus christ justin (laughs) justin clearly is a little delusion from reality and zach calls him out for it and then he's like well you're a mama's boy and he's like well fuck you i don't care (laughs) but you have people starting to stick up for each other like they're not like you you see the dynamics changing even between them like justin seemed like the alpha but he's very much you can tell out of everyone he's the the most scared here i mean really scared and i think it's because that's a guilt you can't whatever happened justin knows it's true and that guilt is eating him terribly and jessica says well alex never lied to me i trust him he's an asshole but he's not a liar and then they have a follow-up scene later in the episode where he is not into having sex and she thinks she's not pretty anymore and i'm like girl love yourself this is the thing with oh when you're so young (laughs) but even some women grow up still thinking this idea that sex is the thing that and i had I've, I've been down that road too not saying i'm above that <laughs> it's just what you learn that sex is not the only thing you have to offer a man it's just not if he can't stay without you putting out then he ain't worth it because he doesn't love you for you and she you can tell has a lack of love for herself because she thinks everything is based on her looks I'm not pretty anymore and then he's like jess jess of course you're beautiful uh but this is twice now and she has to start connecting them dots and i think she is because now she's like well can we smoke and he's like you don't even smoke and she's like yeah i do so she's drinking she's turning to drugs and then you can see that sadness in his eyes that's continuing to betray him because he knows that hannah wasn't lying hopefully we get this shit next week because i'm tired of waiting it's exhausting now i double checked six times i did not see any feedback from mimi for episode eight so she must have had the same damn feelings i did and was like i'm just gonna move on to the next during her binge (laughs) so if you want to send feedback on the next episode of 13 reasons why you can send that two ways one would be via email uh typing it up and sending it for me to read or you can send it via audio a mp3 clip you can do that by recording a memo on your iphone and sending it to me via email and an attachment and you can hear your voice being played over the podcast you can find black o couch reviews on podbean stitcher itunes spotify and wherever else good podcasts can be found 
My social medias will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, run over to iTunes and leave a review or rating. It does help the podcast. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.